0: peace to you, and thank you for permitting me into your home and heart. I am the voice of God. Some expressions betray our knowledge of the Bible or biblical stories, no matter how slight. We make statements like, here's my widow's mite, referencing a widow in the Bible who cast her two mites into the temple treasury, while others put in lots of money. On that occasion, Jesus acknowledged that though the widow gave what seemed to be insignificant, it was all that she had, making it more than what others had given. Another expression is, you Judas, or in every tightly knit group, there is a Judas. Referencing Judas Iscariot, one of Jesus's 12 apostles, who for 30 pieces of silver betrayed Jesus to the enemy. Judas probably thought he would be 30 pieces of silver richer and Jesus would escape from the enemy as he had on more than one occasion in the past. Unfortunately, that did not happen. Jesus was sentenced to death by crucifixion. Realizing that Jesus had been sentenced to death Judas developed a conscience, went to those he had betrayed Jesus to, returned the 30 pieces of silver, then went and hung himself and died. The suicide of Judas Iscariot is not commonly spoken of, yet it is worth considering in light of the unprecedented rise in suicides in this generation. Suicide is the taking of one's life by one's own hand. Usually those who commit suicide give much time contemplating it. It just does not happen suddenly. A societal person may feel that they cannot deal with the shame or face their family and friends or society after engaging in some untoward thing or undergoing a traumatic event. Some others fear the punishment for a crime or offense they committed. So before the punishment can take effect, they succumb to their fears and end their lives themselves. For instance, a young girl becomes pregnant, not knowing how to deal with the shame and consequence of her parents' actions takes her life and sadly, the unborn child. Some others feel that they cannot live with themselves because of a traumatic incident. They would rather end it all by taking their lives. As a result of a rape, for instance, an otherwise boisterous young lady recoils from society, becomes reclusive, contemplates her life, and asks, why me? Why did this happen to me? And feeling unable to face herself and society may think suicide is the solution, but it is not. Other people feel there is nothing to live for anymore and would rather take their life. A friend of mine was jilted by a girl many decades ago while we were in school. From that time on, this brilliant chap was unable to concentrate on his studies and dropped out of school. Some years after, while all alone at home, he took an overdose. Fortunately, he was found early, was rushed to the hospital, his stomach was flushed, and he survived. A few weeks after that, he again overdosed. This time, sadly, he died before he could be found, leaving behind a disheartened mother, heartbroken siblings, and stern friends. Why did such a brilliant, boisterous, and well-loved individual commit suicide? Indeed, no one can tell for certain what goes on in the mind of people who are suicidal or what triggers suicide. Sometimes, seeing people having a blast, especially on social media, through their video posts, can make some people suicidal as they wonder why they are unable to have such a life. A couple had rented a yacht and were on the high sea enjoying themselves the wife took some pictures with her smartphone while on the yacht on the high sea and posted them on her social media page right after making that post the yacht developed a fault and she and her husband frantically tried to get help they were at it for upwards of five hours before help finally arrived and they were towed back to land by the time she went to her social media page to post about how God had delivered her from death at sea. She was stunned at how many people thought she was doing well by their comments and likes of the earlier pictures she had posted. They never realized that she and her husband were fighting for their lives at that very time. Now, someone seeing that first post may think that that couple was having a swell time while they are not and could then begin to contemplate and even commit suicide asking, how come I am not achieving as much as this couple? How come my marriage is not as sweet? Some people commit suicide in the evening after attending a church meeting in the morning. It makes one wonder, what did they hear in the church meeting? Today, some preachers sermonize about house and car ownership, money in your bank account, successful business enterprises, humongous contracts, etc. Regardless of the unethical and immoral means employed Giving the impression that if you do not have these things, you are a failure. But Jesus' unwavering promise is eternal life, not things. Thus, he said, what profit is there if you gain the whole world and lose eternal life? You are not a failure because you do not own worldly things. You are a failure when you are not living for God. Jesus said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. What then is the way out of suicide? some well-meaning people, advise counseling, constantly sedating suicidal persons and surrounding them with family and friends, pampering and making them feel loved, and so on. This can be a tall order. And what if you do not know that a person is suicidal? What then do you do? I have a piece of advice. Let us all turn to God, our Maker, and surrender our lives to Him 100%. The story is told in the Bible how David and his men once left their families in their camp and went to fight. Upon their return, they found an empty camp. Their wives and children had been kidnapped by raiders and their properties all taken away. Naturally, the men were distraught. They blamed David and wanted to kill him. But what did David do? He encouraged himself in the Lord. You see, rather than contemplate his situation, David contemplated God. Rather than focus on the problem, he focused on God, who is the help of the helpless, hope of the hopeless, defender of the defenseless, father of the fatherless, and husband of the widow. When you focus on your problems, you are likely to be overwhelmed by them. And if care is not taken, you may contemplate suicide. Let me make one thing clear. God can never tell you to take your life. Why? He said, thou shalt not murder, and suicide is the murder of oneself. Also, God does not bring discouragement. That is what Satan does. God always encourages. Even when a person has committed a heinous sin, he encourages that they seek his forgiveness. You cannot make anything right while discouraged, but when you accept God's encouragement, the gloom and doom enveloping you is dispelled and the light of life comes through. Do not get discouraged by what others possess or the progress they seem to be making. So I counsel, if you are thinking of ending it all, perish that thought and turn to God. God says, come now and let us reason together. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Friend, no matter how horrible and unspeakable your situation, turn to God your maker and seek his forgiveness or comfort, as the case may be. God has no pleasure in the death of a sinner. He wants us to live with him forever, even from here on, while still on the earth. We are speaking here of everlasting life, the life that Jesus died on the cross at Calvary some 2,000 years ago to give to all who believe that his death was for their salvation. Jesus said that God's love for you is so great that God sent him to come and die so that whosoever believes in him would not perish but live forever. Friend, you do not need to commit suicide like Judas Iscariot. What you need is Jesus' offer of salvation as you trust him. How? Tell Jesus that you believe all that he has said about himself, that he is the son of God and the savior of mankind from sin and its consequences. And you, being a sinner, want him to save you. Were you raped or even gang raped? Were you sodomized? Are you traumatized by some of life's experiences? Are you presently contemplating suicide because you cannot see any hope on the horizon? Turn to God. Trust Him and He will save you. Tell Him something like, Dear God, I come to you feeling the shame and pain of my traumatic situation. I need your comfort and believe that Jesus is the Savior and Lord of all, including my circumstance. Help me to live in your comfort henceforth. That's it. Please, cease contemplating suicide and start contemplating God and Jesus, the author of salvation henceforth. Let us pray. Eternal Rock of Ages, I want to thank you at this time for this word that has been spoken to us. I pray for as many as a suicidal, as may be contemplating it, even as we speak now, that Father, you will show them kindness and mercy, and you will help them to receive your word and come to you and seek your comfort, your forgiveness, so that their lives may return as you have planned for them. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. We can be reached after this broadcast by text or by calling us on either 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. The numbers to call or send text to again are 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. I really would love to hear from you. God bless you and goodbye.